morning and welcome to Money Talk Extra, your weekly look at personal finance matters on Radio 3. I'm Peter Lewis. On today's programme, we're going to get an update on health insurance and some of the considerations before choosing a policy. Jimmy Lamb will speak to a listener who's going to relocate to Australia in June and hear about his financial challenges. And in our investment segment, we're going to learn about REITs, real estate investment trusts, with one of Hong Kong's leading property investment experts. Please get in touch with your suggestions and questions by email, moneytalk at rthk.hk, or go to our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. The SAR government has recently launched Hong Kong's first government-backed voluntary health insurance scheme. To tell us about the impact on the health insurance market and your options when it comes to selecting health insurance, I'm joined now by Julian Mathieu, co-founder of AD Medilink. Good morning, Julian. Good morning, Peter. Should you get health insurance in Hong Kong? What are the considerations for that? Well, to answer your question, without a doubt, yes. And just to tell you about this, I need to go back to the healthcare system in Hong Kong. So the public healthcare in Hong Kong is robust. There is no doubt about that. But it is also overstretched and with very long wait times. We hear about it every day in the media. Mm. And the government has acknowledged it, which is why they have launched VHIS. Mm. But there's also a private healthcare system in Hong Kong, which is very expensive, the second most expensive in the world. So to pay for that, do you need health insurance, some type of medical protection? Yes. So what are the pros and cons of Hong Kong's private healthcare system? Well, as I said, the private healthcare system in Hong Kong is of very good quality. All the doctors who work in the private healthcare system worked initially in the public healthcare, so formed with HA, Hospital Authority, and very good schools in Hong Kong. But it is also very expensive. The advantages mm. are that you get personalized service, personalized treatment. You don't need to wait as much. I just checked before I came here. If you go to an A&E, there are 18 A&E hospitals in Hong Kong in public and two in private. In the public, you may have to wait up to two, three, four hours in an A&E department. If it's not life-threatening, you'll wait. If it hurts, it doesn't matter, you'll wait. In private, there are two hospitals in Hong Kong with A&E that are private. You'll wait 30 minutes at the most. So you say it's very expensive. Are there ways in which you can lower the cost? Well, there's no free lunch, Peter. So, you know, one of the questions we get every day is how can I get great coverage without mm. paying more? <laughs> in a market like this, you have to understand that, uh, you know, you'll have to pay money if you want to get peace of mind and quality coverage. The question is not, do you need insurance or not or some form of medical protection? Even if it's VHIS, I'll come to that later. The point is, which plan is the right for you? And this is why advisors exist in Hong Kong. This is why you need to be very careful about selecting the right plan for you. Doesn't need to be the most expensive, but you need to understand it. So what are the considerations that people should take into account when it comes to selecting a plan? Well, you know, Again, I'll talk very generally here, uh, and, and you need to check with your advisors or find advisors for that. But uh, first thing first, you have to check if you have work coverage. If you do, you'll know it. You need to go into your benefits to see how well you are covered. 90% of the people that we speak to have misconceptions or haven't even read exactly what their coverage is through work. So can you top up uh, your plan if you have existing coverage through your employer, but you, it's not adequate? You can absolutely top up. Uh, it's very common in Hong Kong. Uh, you know, I'll just say that 
even if you have coverage through work, sublimits very, may be very low. And this is one of the issues. You have 100% coverage, but for a 50,000 sublimit on a treatment or a chemo that may cost hundreds of thousands. So it makes it basically irrelevant. So we have a new government-backed voluntary health insurance scheme. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, VHIS is very new. So first thing is it was just uh, released on April 1st. So the jury's out on how effective it will be. But let me just tell you a bit about uh, how we came to VHIS. It's been 20 years in the making. In fact, the first consultations were in 1993. So the government acknowledged long time ago that in Hong Kong, there is a problem with public health care overcrowded, overstretched. Uh, in fact, I was just checking for outpatient clinics that are public. If you look at psychiatry, you may wait 103 months. <laughs> if you look at gynecology, 43 months. This is all online on hospital authority website. So because of that, the government decided to shift some of the burden to the private hospitals. Because it's very expensive, people need some form of insurance. So there is now VHIS, which is a voluntary type of insurance that is standard for people to have health coverage with premiums that are transparent, lifetime renewability, and there's about 25 plans. One of the potential pitfalls, and we'll have to see, is that, again, for 5,000 Hong Kong dollars per year, you cannot expect to have full coverage for expensive treatments. Mm -hmm. So this is, as indicated by VHIS office, a product which is for mass market, to have some type of inpatient only, not outpatient coverage. And it's also a product which is only for individuals and families. So companies are excluded. They cannot get it for their staff. Now, for expats who have come to Hong Kong and are looking at international health insurance packages, there's a wide range of packages, aren't there, with vastly different costs. How do we work our way through this maze? Well, you need to speak to an advisor, clearly. Uh, and, and by the way, health insurance, is it confusing? Absolutely. Uh, we thought it was confusing as consumers ourselves, and this is why we started this journey. Um, it is also confusing because it is a little standardized and little regulated. Now, don't misunderstand me. Insurance companies and brokers are regulated. Plans are not. There is no standards. Premiums can be or are decided by insurers. Pre-existing conditions generally are excluded. And who doesn't have pre-existing conditions? When you hit 40, 50, 60 years old, we all have something. Mm. Whether it's back pain or eczema or you know mental health, anything can be excluded or your premium will have a loading. Mm. Now, what about if you're pregnant or planning to have a baby? What's available there in the insurance market? Well, first of all, again, you know, it's, it's up to people's choice to go in public or in the private uh, sector to have a baby. Public is a very good quality, but I will mention one example of why some people decide to go in private. Epidurals. Epidurals, you know, it's up to uh, uh, women's choice, really. Uh, they should be informed about it. But if you want to have an epidural and it's a deal breaker not to have it, if you want a guarantee to have it, you can only get that in the private because mm. anesthetists in the public have to work on other things. So you may plan it, but on the day of the birth, your anesthetist will not be available. If you want that, you have to go private. Cost of a pregnancy in a private hospital, 100,000 by natural birth, 
C-section about 250,000, complications 300, 400,000. If you're going to pay that kind of money, you need insurance. There's maternity insurance available in Hong Kong. Uh, again, people can check it out by themselves and speak to advisors. Julian, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Peter. That was Julian Mathieu, co-founder of AD Medili.